Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever this is podcast, we welcome you to another episode of the Genius Cast. I am Jameson. I am the genius running solo as we've done lately this postseason with Chris doing a lot more stuff uh, behind the scenes here for the genius. Hopefully we'll get back to doing those double man shows because it is easier to talk to two people than it is going solo. But we're going to get it. We're going to get the job done. You're going to listen to my voice talking about the big game yesterday. Going to talk about maybe my top ten. Maybe look at a little mock draft, a little way too early mock draft of the upcoming season. And again, if you were a part of our mastermind uh, chat this year, I think a lot of you enjoyed uh, the the back and forth talking fantasy sports. That doesn't stop during the, during the off season. I think if you're in the dynasty leagues, the mastermind chats can be very interesting for you to kind of take advantage of where we can throw things off, off each other back and forth. You have a question on your dynasty league. You may take a look at your team. Definitely can keep that going throughout the off season. We have weekly and full season packages. I mean, I'm sorry, weekly and monthly packages available for the off season for our mastermind chat. <clears throat> so definitely take a look at it. We're going to have some early bird specials coming up for the 2020 season with the mastermind chat and as well as our DFS and season long packages for the full season variety. So definitely keep a lookout on our Instagram photo on Instagram um, platform for those early bird specials that comes uh, come here in the next couple weeks here as we get ready for the off season of the NFL. But before we get into that, we're going to go ahead and talk about the big game yesterday. 49ers Chiefs play, uh, wrapping up the 2019 season with Super Bowl 54. How it went down, what I thought mistakes were, what I thought was a strength. I'll give you my viewpoint on the game yesterday. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right on into it. Let's talk about the big game. 49ers came out big, came out strong. Looked like the 49ers were going to be a team that was going to kind of dominate this um, Chiefs offense. We knew the 49ers' strengths on this team was running the ball and playing good defense. For the most part, their defense was able to keep Mahomes and company under control. They they limited what they can do downfield in the deep passing game. They kept everything in front of them, which is how you beat this Chiefs Chiefs offense. If you can keep these speedy outside wide receivers in front of you, keep everything in front of you, it's going to help limit what they can do on offense. They were able to do that for pretty much three, maybe even three and a half quarters before the Chiefs finally were able to kind of break through and kind of put on a uh, kind of a show there in the fourth quarter. And going into the fourth quarter, you have to expect that the 49ers loved where they're sitting at going up in, in that final quarter, up 10 with that defense, with that ground game. you got to expect if you're a 49er fan, you like the situation you're in. No matter what was happening there, yes, the Chiefs were able to come back from Houston Texans. Yes, they were able to come back from the Tennessee Titans. But this is the 49ers defense we're talking about. This is the 49ers ground game we're talking about. Uh, they were able to dominate teams throughout the year. The Chiefs were horrible against the run throughout the whole season. Up 10 going in that fourth quarter. It seemed like it was going to be a closed shut door for the 49ers. That was not the case. Patrick Mahomes shown why he is the best football player in the NFL, why he is the best quarterback in the NFL, and why he's going to be reckoned with for years to come. Love his attitude, love his swag, love his leadership, love everything about Patrick Mahomes. Even though I'm a Bronco fan, I absolutely love Mahomes. I think he is a very, very, very great football player. Can't talk about uh, talk about enough of what he does on the football field as an NFL quarterback, the way he puts his players in the right situations, the way he puts himself in the right situations on the field, and we're only kind of touching the surface of what he can do on the field. He has a lot more improvement. I mean, he, he is elite going to his right. He still needs to become a, a little better of a pocket passer, be a little better going to his left. If he can make that be, become the all-around NFL quarterback, sky's the limit for Mahomes. We've seen what he can do for his first two full seasons as the NFL starting quarterback. 
really, if you think about it, it should have been in the Super Bowl last year um, against the New England Patriots if it wasn't for an offside penalty on their defense or even their defense just kind of giving up nothing or even not even getting the ball in the overtime where it kind of uh, you, you feel bad when the, a team like the Chiefs in a game like that, both teams don't touch the ball in overtime. So really, this team really could have been in the Super Bowl in both years of Mahomes um, taking over the starting job there for Kansas City. So if you're a Chiefs fan, you got to love what you've seen. You got that big win yesterday. There, I think I saw their favorites to win the big game next year. So I think six to one, something like that. So you got to expect, yes, there's going to be a lot of pieces of this team kind of get picked off by the NFL, other teams coming in and taking different parts of this offense, this defense. And their defense does need a little work, but we saw improvements throughout the year with this defense. <clears throat> They're much better than they were last year. And as the season moved along, we were able to see this defense kind of put things together. Uh, they were more of a, a bend but don't break kind of defense. Uh, yes, you got a lot of yards with them. Yes, they gave up a lot of yards on the ground. But when it came to scoring, they were able to kind of limit you, especially when a game counted. Uh, look back at that Houston game. <clears throat> The Texans, sorry about that. The Texans jumped out to a quick early lead, but the defense were able to kind of get under control. And anytime you have Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the ball, you know what's going to happen. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we saw a defense that was able to kind of get the job done late in the game. Same thing yesterday um, with, against the 49ers. 49ers looked like they were the team to beat. They were going to be the uh, raising the trophy at the end of the game, heading into the fourth quarter, up by 10. You had to love, if you're a 49er fan, the situation you're sitting at. The 49ers up 10 with that defense, with that ground game. It didn't matter if it was Mahomes. The 49ers defense was better than Tennessee. Their ground game uh, overall maybe was one of the best, if not the best in the league with that three-headed monster there in, in uh, San Francisco. 49ers <clears throat> knew they can run the ball against the Chiefs. Chiefs were horrendous against their ground this year throughout the regular season and the postseason. I seriously don't know what happened. Why this 49er team didn't pound the rock um, in that fourth quarter, especially up by 10, <clears throat> want to chew that clock. What I think happened is I think Kyle, uh, Kyle Shanahan and company decided that they wanted to score more points because they had to. Kind of got away from what, maybe a little bit of their game plan and what was going to happen in this game. And I think they kind of played scared a little bit by uh, thinking they had to pass the ball to put more points on. But what they needed to do was just – Take the air out of the ball, run the ball, do what they do on offense, do what they do on defense, and I think they got in their heads. Uh, also, there's a few penalties. Maybe they should have been called. Maybe they should have been called that I think maybe got in the head of this 49er team as well. 49ers will be back. They're going to be back in this big game, I think, uh, eventually. They're a young team. They're a very talented team. They're a very deep team. Uh, yes, Garoppolo does need some uh, a few things here and there to kind of work on his game, but I think anybody in the NFL can say that about any quarterback outside of maybe Tom Brady, um, outside of maybe Peyton Manning, down uh, some of the elite of elite quarterbacks that we've seen in this league. <clears throat> you can say that any quarterback kind of needs to work on this game, and I think J Jimmy Garoppolo, if he can work on a few, uh, tweak his game here and, here and there, this 49er team is going to be even better than they were this year, 13-13. Uh, three team uh, can't get much better than that they're a dominating team so we'll see what the future holds for this team but I think we are definitely going to see more of the 49ers in big situations moving forward in the NFL <clears throat> excuse me as for the Chiefs Wow, uh, this team showed over and over again. They have the heart, they have the grit, and it all starts with their quarterback, Mahomes. The guy will not let his team lose, will not let his team uh, sulk in the, in, 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 while they're losing games. <clears throat> He'll keep their, his teammates' heads in the game. Starting off with that Houston game, then when the Tennessee game, now in the Super Bowl against 49ers, the biggest stage there is. He kept his team uh, in the game. He kept his team's head up, able to pull out the victory. What was the, uh, down by 10 points going into the fourth quarter? Turned out to be a double-digit win for this uh, Chiefs offense. 
Got to love what the future has. If they can keep this team together, you got to wonder how many Super Bowls this team's going to win. I put a poll out there not too long ago about how many I thought Mahomes was going to go to in his NFL career. I had it set at four and a half. I think it's over. If you look at last year, they really should have beat the Patriots in that game there. That would have been two uh, Super Bowls in his first two years. you got to wonder how many is in the cards for this Mahomes. Yes, it's hard to keep a dynasty together, especially with the salary cap, especially with teams trying to take other players. But you got to like what you see in, in, in uh, Kansas City, especially with Mahomes running things there. As for the game yesterday, uh, 49ers... Didn't really play the game that I thought they were going to play for the most part. I thought it was going to be a much more of a ground and pound type of game. They only ran the ball 22 times, 12 from uh, Raheem Mostert, 3 from Samuels, so a 5 for Tevin Coleman. Jimmy Garoppolo uh, had a couple carries. Didn't really do the do what I thought they were going to do on the ground. I thought this team was going to try to kind of pound the ball over and over against, against the Kansas City Chiefs. They were getting the job done, what they were doing for three quarters, but they kind of went away with the ground game in the fourth quarter. Don't really know what happened there. As for the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill has some big drops in the game. 16 targets, only 9 receptions. A few of those big-time uh, t- targets were drops on his part. One went through his hands for an interception. He did get over 100 yards. Uh, Sammy Watkins nearly 100 yards off of 5 receptions, off of 6 targets. Sammy Watkins looked great. Travis Kelsey looked great in the game. Damian Williams looked great on the ground and through the air. I thought we'd see a lot more of McCole Hardman, maybe a little bit more of uh, Robinson in, in, uh, with those little bubble screens on the outside. That didn't happen. I think we're going to see McCole Hardman kind of be one of those players that kind of, as, the, as his career moves along, as he gets more and more experience, I think we're going to see a very good player, which is going to let, let this Chiefs team kind of have some of these other wide receivers kind of be expendable. They're going to be able to kind of groom McCole Hardman into that number one role. I think eventually he will take over that Tyreek Hill role. Um, but I don't know when it's going to happen. I think if they can bring this team back from what they have this year, I think they're definitely in great shape to win it again next year with what they have on offense and if they can improve more and more on that defense side of the ball. Going back to the 49ers, uh, Kyle Jusic, uh, three catches, 39 yards, and a touchdown. I thought he was one of the unsung heroes of this game. I think that if the 49ers were able to kind of win that game, I don't know if they, uh, they would have given him the MVP award, but I think he would have been very deserving of the MVP award, what he did in the, uh, with a couple pass catching, uh, with the, the one touchdown that he had, and also a, 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 a reception for a first down later in the game. I thought he played great for one of those role-playing players. Uh, Debo Samuel looked fantastic uh, early on. They kind of didn't use him as much as I thought they were going to use, but when they did use him, he was phenomenal. Uh, over 50 yards, both uh, uh, over 50 yards rushing. Didn't do much receiving. He did have five receptions, but I thought they'd, they'd be targeting him a little more. Maybe a few more of those splash plays with Debo. A little more of those uh, uh, end reverses with Debo. When he did run the ball, it did work at a 17.7-yard average. So we definitely see that he is one of these rookie wide receivers that we've seen this year come out with a bang, and I think he's only going to get better as he moves along as well. George Kittle, all in all, we may be looking at the best player all around in NFL, um, pure football player on the football field. George Kittle, one of the best, if not the most talented player in the football. What he does in the ground game, what he does in the pass game, what he does with his heart, what he does with his head. The guy is phenomenal. The only thing I worry about with him is the physicality, uh, beating up his body. When he played like this, I don't know how long he can last in this league, especially the, I think I heard that he, was, he played the last two years with a torn, uh, a torn sternum or something like that. So definitely got uh, to worry about his uh, longevity just because of the injuries he suffers, the physical nature of the game that he plays. But absolutely love Kittle's game. The guy is a beast. I think my my pick is he may be one of, if not the best football player in the NFL playing right now. Uh, great game between the two tight ends. Maybe the best tight Super Bowl we see 
um, tight end wise uh, with George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, most likely the number one and number two tight end options in all of football this year and maybe moving forward between the two. Moving forward for 2020, um, if we're looking at the 2020, congratulations before we go moving forward. Congratulations to the Chiefs on winning the big game. Good luck. Congratulations to all the fans out there of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, good luck in 2020, and hopefully 2020 will be as good as it was this year for other teams as it was for the Chiefs and 49ers. Um, with the 49ers just coming up a little short, but the 49ers will be back. I pretty guarantee, almost guarantee, they'll be back in the situation where they have at least a shot at making it to the big game uh, next year, year after. They're going to be there with how young they are, how deep they are. Uh, congratulations, Chiefs. Great season for the 49ers. You both are deserving of what you have done. As for 2020, my way to early PPR uh, top 10s for each position, I put this out there on, on the website not too long ago. I think Patrick Mahomes obviously is the number one quarterback, followed by Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Jameis Winston, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, and Josh Allen. I think there's a lot of young talent in this league. I think we're seeing a lot of these uh, young up-and-coming quarterbacks that are coming in the league. We also have the rookies, rookie class coming in this year. Uh, don't know where they're going to be falling in. Uh, my early, early, uh, way too early top tens are without rookies. So obviously this could change once we get the, the draft through the NFL and we figure out where these other players are going to go. But right now I think this, the quarterback position is very well set for the future. Love Kyler Murray. I think he has a, he has a tremendous future. Um, it, Again, I kind of worry about his size, worry about the way he plays as a mobile quarterback, as a running quarterback. But if he, if he can become a better and better uh, pocket passer along with his uh, mobility, I think Kyler Murray has a nice career. We've seen Patrick Mahomes. We're going to see if Lamar Jackson can, can repeat from what he did this year with a phenomenal MVP season for Lamar Jackson. Can he improve on some of his uh, weaknesses? Deshaun Watson, great year for the Houston Texans. Great year for Watson and, and company. Again, can he get better and better, be more, better of a, pass, uh, a, a passer inside the pocket? Only time will tell. We saw Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, one of the better uh, pl- quarterbacks outside the pocket, but he's also a very good um, inside the pocket too, a pocket passer as well. Jameis Winston, you may not like him as an NFL quarterback, but for fantasy purposes, he is a phenomenal uh, quarterback as we've talked about. I, I talked about it before the season started and we saw it throughout the season. Winston may not be a, a great NFL quarterback, but for fantasy purposes, he is just fine. He is an elite talent for fantasy purposes because of yards, because of touchdowns. Yes, he throws a lot of picks. Yes, he does fumble the ball a lot. But he erases those with touchdowns, with yards, with everything else. So Winston is a great fantasy quarterback. I have Aaron Rodgers right now in my top 10. I'm likely going to be taking him out of my top 10. I think we're starting to see the end of the career of Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's, uh, those, those, those quarterbacks there. We're going to see this new class kind of take over the Dak Prescott's, the Josh Allen's, the Carson Wentz's uh, kind of taking another leap maybe to the future. We, all, we already know what Mahomes can do. We talked about Lamar Jackson. We talked about Deshaun Watson. There's a lot of young talent at quarterback. So I think we're going to see the younger class kind of take over. So I think eventually I will be taking Aaron Rodgers out of my top 10. But as it sits right now, I do think he still maybe has a year or two left but I may be taking him out of my top 10. If we look at running backs, I think the running back position is completely stacked. I'm not high on as much as everybody else on Derrick Henry, especially in PPR. I need to see a little more out of the, out of the uh, pass catching from Derrick Henry. I still think he's a first-round talent <clears throat> for fantasy purposes. 
But with the number of carries he's seen, with him going into a contract year, uh, this last year was a contract year. He's going to want a new contract this year. He's going to want to get paid more than Ezekiel Elliott. What's going to happen once he gets that money? That's why that's why I worry about a little bit with someone like Derrick Henry, especially with the number of carries that he's seen over the last couple of years. My top 10 goes McCaffrey, Barkley. I think you can swap either one of those, uh, Barkley 1, McCaffrey 2. But I think the top two are pretty set in McCaffrey and Barkley, followed by Zeke Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Fournette, Aaron Jones, and Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon is a player that I'm really going to keep an eye on this offseason. I really like the uh, the chance that if, if with this Burrow kid coming in there to kind of take over as the starting quarterback if they do draft him in the with the number one overall pick, I think that's going to help someone like Joe Mixon. So I definitely think Mixon is a player that I may be moving up my top 10 board. But right now I have him just at the number 10 spot. <clears throat> Derrick Henry's a player, like I said, I, I worry about the number of touches he's seen. I can see him kind of dropping a little bit in my – is that a mistake? Definitely well could be a mistake in my part. But I just worry about the number of touches he's seen. Fournette, I think we saw Fournette finally get more involved in the passing game. I want to see him kind of improve on that even more this upcoming year, but I definitely think Fournette is a player that can also move up. Nick Chubb, another player that I think a lot of people are going to look at him uh, talking about Kareem Hunt there in the backfield. If Kareem Hunt is there this year, yes, it is going to affect Chubb a little bit, but we still saw Chubb get the job done as that number one role there. Yes, uh, once Hunt did come back from his suspension, it did eat into some production, but I think Chubb is the guy there in Cleveland moving forward. And I think Kamara, people are going to be worried about the, the, the season he had this last season, but we saw what he did in the last couple of games of the regular season. I think that there's a, a little more of the injury um, th- that he was, he was suffering from in this, throughout the season late in the year. I think once he finally did get healthy towards the end of the year, we saw what kind of player Kamara is from those years past. I think Kamara's going to be back to his elite talent uh, moving forward. Maybe you might be able to get him a little later in that first round with the season he had in 2019. As for wide receivers, it's got to start with Michael Thomas, the phenomenal year he had. Only thing I do kind of worry a little bit is if Drew Brees is no longer there in New Orleans. I think it's going to affect this offense a little bit. Um, is Taysom Hill going to be able to kind of take the role as the number one quarterback there overall? Only time until I think Taysom Hill has shown that he is a very talented football player, but can he be the Drew Brees leader that they may be losing in this offseason? Only time will tell. As it sits right now, Michael Thomas is the consensus number one for pretty much anybody. And if you don't have Michael Thomas as your number one wide receiver, I think you're doing it wrong. I have him followed by Devonta Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, Chris Godwin, DJ Moore, Amari Cooper, and Allen Robinson. One player I'm keeping an eye on there in is uh, the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Falcons could be the version of this last year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I think Julio Jones will be back to it, obviously being Julio Jones of years past that we've seen year in and year out. But I absolutely love Calvin Ridley. I think Ridley could be this year's this year's version of Godwin, I think he can be that version for 2020. I absolutely love Calvin Ridley moving forward. I think he can be a possible top 10 wide receiver as well. Um, very, very talented wide receiver. I think the wide receiver class this, this, in 2020 is going to be a very good class, especially with the elite wide receivers coming out of this draft class. They're saying this draft class in 2020 for, for the rookies could be one of the best ever that we've seen at the wide receiver's position. Definitely the wide receiver position is looking nice for the upcoming uh, future of the NFL. And closing out with tight ends, I think I have, um, maybe fantasy-wise, you, you put Kelsey at number one, but I think Kittle is a phenomenal player. I think what he does on the football field, not only as a pass catcher, but a pass, uh, a run blocker, 
um, what he does as, as a leader. Absolutely love George Kittle. I have George Kittle as my number one option. I have no issues with someone saying Travis Kelsey is the number one option. Followed by Hooper, Ertz, Henry, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, Tyler Higby, Evan Ingram, and Noah Fant of the Denver Broncos. Those are my top tens. Obviously, we're going to be looking at this uh, throughout the offseason. It's going to be changing here left and right. Going to have different um, way too early uh, mocks, way too early top tens, top 20s, whatever you want to look at. We're going to have plenty of those going off through the offseason. That, that's my early looks with no rookies included. If we're looking at first-round talent in the PPR league, you obviously want players that are going to be catching the ball as well as running the ball. So running backs, as always, are always a very popular decision. I think it's very easy for my top 10. I think it's going to be Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams. And I think you're going to see people throwing in a quarterback, whether it be a Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. I don't like going quarterback that early. Everybody knows my rule on quarterbacks. You wait for quarterbacks. You find yourself Jameis Winston late. You find yourself a Kyler Murray super late. You find yourself a Carson Wentz or a Josh Allen or a Dak Prescott. You find your quarterbacks a little later. I don't like using those uh, first few rounds on quarterbacks, but you know someone in your league is going to take it, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. I'd rather go with a DeAndre Hopkins. I'd rather go with a George Kittle, Travis Kelsey. But again, tight ends is another position I like to wait on my tight ends. I'm going to use my first three, four picks on running backs, wide receivers. That's why I think the first round should be all loaded with all running backs, all wide receivers. I like to go all running backs and maybe you have a Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, and DeAndre Hopkins, maybe even a Julio Jones, but the rest of your first round, whether it be 10, 12, 14, are most, mostly going to be running backs, especially how thin the running back position can get throughout the seasons. That's my early, way too early predictions for top 10s, early mock drafts. Be on the lookout for those to come on the website throughout the offseason. We're going to have podcasts, likely maybe one every other week. We'll have some stuff on the site periodically throughout the offseason and I might be looking into some XFL stuff so if you definitely are into DFS and you can be taking your hand in some XFL keep an eye on the site if I can find some information if I can find some stuff that I can kind of lead out there I will definitely do so we're going to keep this ball rolling throughout the offseason definitely keep us in your uh, looks we're going to have offseason uh, when the workouts we're going to talk about drafts we're going to talk about plenty of stuff throughout the offseason before we know it 2020 will be here for the uh, drafts we're going to have our early bird specials. Definitely keep an eye on Instagram for the early bird special pricing for all of our DFS and season-long packages, as well as Mastermind. And speaking of Mastermind, if you are in Dynasty Leagues, I definitely think you want to take a look at our Mastermind chat. We have weekly and monthly packages available throughout the offseason. You want to talk Dynasty, let's get your team set. You want to talk football, maybe you just want to throw things off of one another. Definitely going to be able to do that with our Mastermind chat. Weekly and monthly packages available. On Instagram, we are at fantasyfootball underscore genius underscore. And on Twitter, we are at fansportsgenius. Have a great offseason. We'll see you in 2020. And definitely keep a look on our offseason throughout the season. We're going to have plenty of stuff up there. But if not, we'll talk to you in 2020. Have a great day. And I hope you all enjoyed the big game this past weekend.